This is All India Radio. In the program spotlight, we now bring you a discussion on bilateral relations between India and Bangladesh. The participants are Veena Sikri, former diplomat, and Simran Sodhi, journalist. The Bangladesh PM today met Prime Minister Narendra Modi early in the morning and both leaders held wide-ranging discussions. Ambassador Sikri, when you see the visit of Sheikh Hasina to India and we have seen the signing of at least seven agreements between the two countries, what impetus does this visit provide for the bilateral relationship? I think it's a very important visit. Of course, I must say that a Prime Minister of India and Prime Minister of Bangladesh, Prime Minister Modi and Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina, they have been meeting just two weeks ago. They met in New York on the sidelines of the UN General Assembly session and they take every opportunity to meet and interact. And I think it is because of this effort, mutual effort by both countries, that really the India-Bangladesh relationship can now be described as a template for all regional bilateral relationships because India and Bangladesh have solved all the outstanding problems. The land boundary agreement has been implemented, the maritime boundary has been agreed upon and any problem that comes up, which is quite normal between two countries which share such a long border, are solved by discussion. And problems left over from 1947, problems left over from 1965 when there was the then India-Pakistan war, problems left over from 1971 after the you know liberation of Bangladesh, all those are now one by one being solved and tackled. And we can see that every time our two leaders meet, there is a further progress, a further impetus. And this is the way to develop a relationship. It's not that you wait one year, two years to meet. You just go on interacting. You go on and, and it's not that it's only the Prime Minister. There have been Home Minister's meeting. There have been Railway Minister's meeting. There have been Joint Technical Committee on River Waters has been set up. So there is a constant evolving, a constant evaluation and monitoring of the relationship. And this is the greatest value. And I think that one of the important points to bring out at this point also is that this relationship is now very interactive and it is a question of developing the synergies that the two countries share. Just last week, the Asian Development Bank has brought out a report and in that report, they have shown that the economy of Bangladesh is perhaps the fastest growing economy in the entire Asia-Pacific region. They have beaten the growth of China, they have beaten the growth of India this year, the growth of Vietnam. It's really on a tremendously positive trajectory and the economy of Bangladesh is doing very well. As against India, our economy has developed a lot in the service sector, but you see that the Bangladesh economy is developing in the manufacturing sector. It shows, highlights even more uh, what we can do between uh, India and Bangladesh. The India-Bangladesh trade has crossed the 10 billion US dollars mark, which is one big milestone that was there. Of course, we always look to increase Bangladesh exports to India and I think that Bangladesh ready-made garments are becoming more and more popular in the Indian market. But it is also there that a lot of the goods that India exports to Bangladesh are then further value added in the Bangladesh value chain in the manufacturing process and then they are exported from Bangladesh either as full-scale ready-made garments or as other products. So one does see that the Bangladesh-India relationship has developed very positively. If you look at today itself, what the talks were there, our foreign minister called on Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina. Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina had a wonderful meeting with our Prime Minister. Look at the documents they have agreed upon. There is an MOU on a coastal surveillance system. So that means that, you know, even in the areas of defense, even in the areas of counter-terrorism, in the area of border management, in all these areas there are discussions and there is a constant evolving, constant improvement in the bilateral relationship. Then there has been a document signed on a standard operating procedure for the two ports, Chattogram and Mongla ports. 
This is vital for India's exports to Bangladesh, India's exports through Bangladesh and sending products to the northeastern region and perhaps onwards from there to the west of Myanmar and other regions. This is very significant. Then there has been agreement on drinking water from the Feni River for Sabroom in Tripura and lines of credit that India has offered in the past to Bangladesh. It's a constant, you have to work at it all the time to have agreements on which projects will come, have the projects been evaluated, has the feasibility study been done. So this has been there. And then now there's an agreement, uh, you know, on the university to university cooperation, which promotes the youth exchanges between Hyderabad University and Dhaka University. There's a new cultural exchange program and an MOU on cooperation in youth affairs. And of course, bulk supply of uh, LPG to India from Bangladesh. So these are very, very significant areas which will promote the economic development of the border areas in India and Bangladesh, promote the prosperity of both countries and assess the site for further growth in these areas. Ambassador Sikri, we also see that this is Sheikh Hasina's first visit to India after winning elections in our country for a third time in December. And this also highlights to a very great extent India's neighborhood first policy. And India-Bangladesh relations are also today regarded to be one of the closest and one of the best relations that India has with its neighbors. How important do you feel is the China factor? Because we also see China growing its footprint in the neighborhood. The China factor is definitely there because China makes very, very careful and assiduous efforts to cultivate our neighbors and always tries to bring in some kind of an anti-India feeling in these countries. These efforts by China will only continue and grow. They're not going to give up. They, in fact, very much feel that the more that India is hemmed in in South Asia, so that will restrict India's growth on the world stage, India's rise as a global power. I would say almost a negative feeling that China has towards uh, India and South Asia. But I think the most important aspect of China's relationship that I do say is that China is not a South Asian country. China is north of the Himalayas. South Asia is south of the Himalayas. And we in India, we follow a neighborhood first foreign policy for South Asia. Because that is our first string of foreign policy. That is our first primary goal in foreign policy to have a good relationship with our South Asian neighbors. In 2014, when Prime Minister Modi was sworn in for his first term, it's the South Asian neighbors who were invited, the SARC countries who were invited, uh, along with a few others. So I think that this is the important feeling that we must convey to our South Asian neighbors that they have primary role in India's foreign policy and they are very significant and very important for us. Of course, they are fully at liberty to develop their relations with China in their own best interest. But there is always a clear understanding that nobody will develop relationships with China at the expense of any South Asian neighbor. So this is an important line, a Lakshman Rekha, if you will, that is there and I think that should be there, that we are completely free to develop our relations, but we have to keep in mind the interests of South Asia as an entity. And of course, with Pakistan, it has gone to a very different level and, and there you do see a very active effort to act against India's interests. And certainly, India has done its very best, as we saw in the last recent UN General Assembly session, where our Prime Minister was there, very effectively India has been able to counter this. Ambassador Sikri, we also see that Prime Minister Modi met Sheikh Hasina in New York recently on the sidelines of the UNGA and the Prime Minister gave an assurance to Sheikh Hasina the National Register of Citizens would have no impact on Bangladesh. How concerned do you think is Bangladesh when it comes to issues like the NRC and also to some extent the Rohingya's issues because that is another issue which comes up when we talk of the India-Bangladesh ties. 
Yes, these two issues are certainly of very great concern to the people of Bangladesh. You see in their media, they're constantly writing about it. And you see a constant stream, you know, there are two streams. One is, of course, the stream of uh, people who are writing about it or based on understanding of what India is saying to them. And they always say that, look, Prime Minister Modi has assured our Prime Minister that it will not adversely impact uh, the people of Bangladesh or India-Bangladesh relations or anything in that kind. But you always have another stream of writers who want to say, why, you know, we have to be careful, we have to watch, something will happen, it will be difficult and so on. I think the best way to put the question of the NRC is to say that, look, this is a Supreme Court monitored process. And yes, we have reached the end of one phase. There has been a list which has been published and there's a lot of concern about the number of people in that list, who are they and so on. But there's an appeal process. So the process is not complete yet. So there's some time for the appeal. And I think that there is no effort or interest by the government of India to push out anybody or to deport anybody. Certainly the first effort of the Indian government is to determine who are the citizens of India. So that is the effort to find a uniform list of the citizens of India. Now, if there are those who are not citizens of India, but who have been living in India, then certainly a way can be found. If way can be found, you can give a work permit, you can give a stay permit, you can give a short-term residency permit. There are so many ways out which can be looked at, uh, depending on you. Then you come down to individual case-by-case case scenarios, which will come later when this list is final and all the appeals process has been exhausted and so on. So I really don't think that there is any major need for concern. So I do think that uh, we have to keep the interests of Bangladesh at heart. And Bangladesh is an important friend and an important neighbor. And I think that is what Prime Minister Modi and his government are doing because they constantly have been explaining this and even today. Similarly on the Rohingya issue, which is a matter of great concern and importance for India and for Bangladesh. Because, you know, Bangladesh has been very magnanimous in accepting these large number of refugees and they've been there now uh, for several years and it is a matter of great concern. In fact, if you follow the statements made by Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina in recent uh, days and weeks, uh, she has made two very interesting points because, as you know, Bangladesh and Myanmar have concluded an MOU and according to that MOU, the process of return is supposed to start. Now, of course, you can say that the return process may be very small compared to the very large numbers which are in Bangladesh in the refugee camps, but at least somewhere it has to start. But unfortunately, this process has not been able to start. And uh, it seems that some of the opposition has come from the people in the refugee camp. They're refusing to go back. Of course, they want all kinds of guarantees and so on. But, but you know, in reality, such guarantees often are not forthcoming. And so it's important to start the process. In fact, the government of India, in order to encourage the process of return, has built residences and homes in Myanmar and handed them over to the state government of the province of Rakhine to encourage the people to go back. But Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina said that she is concerned that uh, the people in the camp sometimes are refusing to go and they are trying to exercise a kind of veto over the return process, which is a matter of worry for the government of Bangladesh. We share in that worry. Uh, she has also spoken about the radicalization process taking place in the camps. She's also spoken about, you know, there's a drug menace which is there, the Yaba tablets which are there. So there is a lot of concern that is there. Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina has also spoken about the fact that sometimes she says some of the NGOs and international NGOs working there seem to be creating a resistance for the refugees to go back. These matters are a matter of great concern for India as well because uh, India faces possibility of the Rohingya refugees coming into India. We already have some Rohingya refugees in India. So we are very important for India to be part of the dialogue process with Bangladesh. And we also discuss it with Myanmar at all times and if at all possible to create among all these countries a kind of smooth process for the return of the refugees and to see what can be done about them. 
Ambassador Sikh, we have always talked of Prime Minister Modi and his personal chemistry with world leaders. And the Bangladesh Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina is one of the world leaders with whom the Prime Minister shares a very comfortable equation. And we have seen them interacting on numerous occasions. We've also seen this upswing in the India-Bangladesh relation at a time when Sheikh Hasina has been at the helm of Bangladesh politics. How important do you think has her presence been in building this relationship? Yes, the rapport between our two leaders is definitely there and that's a great positive. It's a very, very important factor. But both Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina and Prime Minister Modi have ensured that the relationship grows at all levels. They do meet and their regular meetings give a great impetus to the relationship. But their regular meetings also solve a lot of issues that arise at different levels and that come up when the discussions take place at different levels. So the effort is to spread the relationship far and wide. I think you can count Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina's contribution in many significant ways. In one way, for example, just the very assessment of the Liberation War of 1971 and India's role in the Liberation War. Till Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina came back as Prime Minister in 2009 and then the last 10 years, she has been able to completely change the mindset about the liberation war, about the role of India, the history books, the children of Bangladesh, the way they learn about the liberation war. All this has changed and this has made a tremendously positive impact down the line. Prime Minister of Bangladesh Sheikh Hasina has given awards to the Indians who had participated in the liberation war. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on bilateral relations between India and Bangladesh. The participants were Bina Sikri, former diplomat, and Simran Sodhi, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com. You can also follow us on the News on AIR app for updates.